Hello there, you're about to experience the What's Up Church podcast. Can a dude get some Holy Spirit? What's up, church? What is up, church? It is me again. How are we doing? Lovely. Lovely to hear it. That's fantastic. Glad you all doing so well. I know I say that, but I I truly do. I think that you guys should be doing fantastical. Um, Today is the 18th of November. But this episode should be coming out, I want to say, on that Monday after Thanksgiving. And the reason why it'll be coming out that Monday is because we should be in Hawaii right now. Um, My wife and I are heading out to the Kauai to go enjoy um, some family time with uh, Show's dad. And I will... We have another family friend going. Good guy, Bob. Um, so we're going to be out there. So I don't know if I'll have the ability to record. But so I figured, hey, let's make Hey With The Sun Shines and get one episode into this. That way I can, you know, hopefully record an episode in Hawaii, which is my goal with my Padre. <clears throat> and uh, that'd be great. Anyway, uh, what are we talking about today? Let's go ahead and get into it. Is what happens when you just see a ministry going sideways, like like in real time? So let me give you some backstory. So uh, last week, <clears throat> so the last week, not a couple weeks ago from when you're hearing this, but the week before, my wife and I go to a um, a prophetic conference every year. There's one out here in Texas, right near where we live, about an hour away. And we've been going to it now every year for three years. Uh, we really enjoy it. We always get a lot out of it. Um, it's a it's a it's a great faith builder. It's a great place to go and be around people who are just really going after it. And like I always say, like I think that is such an important component to one's own faith is who you surround yourself with. I know it sounds dumb and remedial and everything else, but it really does change your your spiritual approach to situations when you are around people that go about it differently, but also, but are still going about it. You know, you can kind of learn from other people, kind of see like, okay, that's, that's awesome. That's, you know, take that. That's cool. That works for me. That doesn't work. You know what I mean? And kind of have that approach to it, um, which I think is super beneficial, super beneficial, you know, and then being around people who've been doing it for decades and doing it well or established, you know, there is a value in those people who have had a ministry going on for, for decades. It's huge. It's huge. It's one of the, my favorite things about the church that we're at now, uh, Heritage Faith in uh, Crowley, is that most of the people running through there are due to have been doing it for 30, 40, 50 years plus, you know? And in our current world and society, dude, there's a lot of ministries that have come up and then come down, you know, that come up, you can see these like people rising like a, like a firecracker and then all of a sudden, boom, something happens. Something happens and it changes their whatever, you know, they fall, they, 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 
whatever mistakes are made and they're public and they're brutal. And you just kind of see a lot of that with a lot of modern Christianity. And I feel like there is a big, like people who are really good at influencing people are being rising to the top, but it doesn't mean they're theological. Like there doesn't mean they're sound. Their walk is sound. They, they might be blessed influencers. And I say that because I don't think most of them are preachers. I wouldn't call them that, you know, like people that are self-anointed to preach. I don't know if that's really, you know, I can't, I can't, I don't know. I'm not calling out people. I'm just saying like, it's, it's very easy to get a platform nowadays. It doesn't mean you have to be verified. And I think that's kind of it. Like there has been a, the tried and true crockpot method of creating pastors in the past where they had to go through it, go to Bible school, kind of go through the ringer, serve under someone, then be, then be sent out. Whereas now you can just get a platform, you know, which is why I'm very adamant. Like, like, like I know my platform has zero resonance. <laughs> I don't even call this a platform, you know, but like, I know that I'm not, I I always acknowledge the fact that that this is not preaching. This is not any, this is just my thought process through the Bible. Um, And I, you know, I'm welcome to people that disagree with me. I I know that I've had great conversations with people that I don't 100% agree with all the time. And those are some of my favorite conversations, especially if I know that that person is about the Lord. If I know that that person is all about doing the Lord's work, well then, you know what? I want to hear what they have to say. And I want to really bounce that off of my interpretation of scripture. And I was saying that a lot lately with someone like, we in the church have a real problem with attacking people and not ideas. And, and I've said this before, and I'm pretty sure I'll say it again, but like, I, I we go after the wrong problem. You know, it's one of like, again, one of my second Corinthians, it's like, like we don't, though we live in the world, we don't war in the world. You know what I mean? We don't war in the flesh. You know, our battle is against spirits, principalities, you know, high thoughts, strongholds, things that keep people down. That's what we go after. It's not the person. It's the, it's the, it's the spirit that's controlling them or it's the bad theology. And a lot of times we don't disagree with, we we will disagree with what someone's saying. And instead of attacking what they said through scripture, we'll attack them. You know, and I don't like that. Like, if you don't like a pastor, like I'll use Bill Johnson as a great example because I really like Bill Johnson. Um, Bill Johnson, if you know, is the head pastor at Bethel Church in Redding, California. It's a very big church. They have a really big following and they get the most hate. Like they get a ton of it all the time. People go and attack them all the time. And I don't mind if you attack their ministry or if you're questioning theology. I think there's a way to go about it. I think there's a way to uh, approach a topic. But more often than not, they don't do that. They go after the person. They go after Bill Johnson. They go after individuals. And I just think that's a a horrific way for us as the body of Christ to go after people that we disagree with. If you disagree with something someone says, then show me in scripture where they're wrong. Like show me where the Bible is, where they're misinterpreting the Bible. And, And if they are, then that's what this conversation is like. I think they got this one wrong because I see it this way. And this is why. And this is why. You know, I always use the once saved, always saved conversation. Like I used to think that was right. And I used these scriptures to justify it. But as I've gotten more mature and read more, I'm like, Ooh, I, I can't defend my position anymore. And I actually have had to go back and say, you know, I disagree with that position. Now, if you still believe in once saved, always saved, <clears throat> I'm, I, that's fine. When you, I hope that you're in love with the Lord and you're going after it and we can disagree on this. 
hopefully from a, a place of love. And I, you know, I can show you why I believe it and you can show me why you don't believe it. And that's totally fine, but I don't come after you. And I hope you don't come after me because that's where the, the enemy wins. And that's what the world sees when we see a lot of these YouTube influencers, a lot of these, that they're, they're heresy chasers, so to speak, and they go after it. And there is a, a way to do that. And I don't think a YouTube channel is it. I don't think a call out culture is it. I don't think going after someone's someone and then like saying it's their ministry, but really you're just attacking the person. Cause let's be honest, man, there's a lot of character traits of people that are in positions. And I'm like, I, I don't agree with them, but I can't, I'm not here to judge them. I'm like, what's their ministry doing? Like, what are they preaching? You know, are they my pastor? No. Well then I, I'm not accountable to that. There are ways to go about it, you know? Um, and I think the church does a pretty poor job of doing that. And so I say that with the, a lot of background there, cause this prophetic conference, a lot of people don't like it. You know, a lot of people like, oh, the prophetic prophets, da, 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 da. No. And you know, it gets a lot of negative attention from people in the church. And these are from people that are in my camp. You know what I mean? Like, so to speak, these are people that are friends of mine that they're, they're like, they're not anti, they just have a very distrusting perspective on some of this stuff. And then, you know, teach their own, teach their own. I always say the same thing. We're in a word of faith church. I can't, I can throw a rock and hit 27,000 videos about people that have preached at our church that people absolutely eviscerate online and say all sorts of things. And it's like, well, you know, again, uh, going back to, you can disagree with someone's interpretation of the Bible, but show me that. Don't show me just ripping someone to shreds because you, you, you don't like an optic that they're providing. Uh, that doesn't help. And I used to be that way. So therefore I'm, I'm really sensitive when I see it. So anyway, this prophetic conference, there was a moment where I like, so I've, again, I've had a critical nature in the past of, of people I disagree with, but there was a moment in this, in this conference where I was really just, it, my heart was broken for a little bit because we're having a great session. The speakers are really good. I've learned I don't like certain styles of preaching. <laughs> I've learned that there is people that I think are amazing. So it's not their message. It's their delivery. Um, I use her as an example because I really do love their ministry. And I use the uh, mercy culture leadership, um, pastor Landon shot and Heather shot who are the head pastors at mercy culture here in Florida and uh, Florida. Um, uh, DFW in Fort Worth and their ministry is amazing. I, I give them nothing but praise, the things they do, what they're about, all those things just absolutely tens across the board. Like they're doing great. However, my own personal opinion is that when Heather is preaching, she's like a yeller, like a yeller, yeller, like, you know what I mean? And all, like, it all has that same cadence of yelling and the, and the undulations aren't really there. So they're weird to me. And so her delivery throws me off. What she's saying is fantastic. Like, like I'm, I'm, this is not a knock on, on what she's saying. She's, she is dude, flamethrower. It's amazing. It's awesome. However, I just have a hard time listening when that's the delivery. And it's not just her, it's anybody that yells. And so at this conference, there were a lot of yellers, like just people that just get up there and just yell and yell. And I'm like, all right, I, I have a hard time with it. Not that you're wrong. Not that I'm right. It's just hard for me to listen. I like people who talk. I like teachers. I've, I've realized, which I, I think I love Michael Koulionis, who has the Jesus image uh, ministry out in Florida, Orlando. He, he just, he just talks. 
He just talks. There's no raising of the voice. There's no yelling. It's just simply talking and letting the gospel do all the heavy lifting. Like, you know, and I'm not anti, you know, those, those Pentecostal pastors that come in and go get, you know, get things rolling. I'm not against those people at any stretch, but there's a difference between someone who's excited and going after the word versus someone who's just yelling and screaming. And so I have a hard time with that. And that this, this conference like confirmed like, man, yeah. Why is it that these people aren't resonating with me? I'm like, I, it goes back to the delivery. Anyway, there was a moment <clears throat> that broke my heart and it was, there is this um, person who came and was, was doing a, 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 a session. Obviously all the speakers have their time slots. This person was closing down one of the, one of the nights. Um, and it started out amazing. I mean, for the first like five, six, seven minutes of all of us, the entire auditorium, there's a lot of us, like, you know, like 1200 of us, all of us were just speaking in tongues, like out louds, like really like kind of like just raising the level of the room. And it was unbelievable. Like, like you could just feel the presence of the Lord. Like just like everyone was just going after it in their love, like their prayer language is going and going and going and like just really kind of building that atmosphere. And it was wonderful. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. And then, <clears throat> the, you know, that, that person started preaching their message that was solid. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong. Like just the power of the gospel, how historically the gospel, every time the gospel was preached, it was preached with power. And that's a true statement. You're like, all right, yeah, this is awesome. This is awesome. And then people started getting brought, like called down for, for healing and prayer and like, you know, these kind of things. And then that was awesome. And then as that's happening, the rest of the audience is still like, hey, if you're not being called out because this wasn't something that was specific to you, you still need to be lifting your faith up, prayer language, everything else going. So you have this room of people receiving prayer, getting their hands laid on the front with the rest of the people that weren't down there loudly praying in tongues. And it was just an environment of just Holy Spirit. Just, you know what I mean? Like just great. It was awesome. And then <clears throat> like the person started having people come up and kind of give testimonies to what was going on, their healing, which is again, amazing, amazing. But how it was done was a little bit campy, a little bit showy, a little bit like, like more Hollywood style. And I don't, I don't know how to like his team was saying, Hey, this is so-and-so from such a, and they were suffering from blah, blah, blah. And now it's all God. Like it just, it was almost like, like a, like a, like a show, like a production. It became very, and it's like, all right, you know, everyone has their own style of, of, of testifying or whatever. It just seemed the vibe for some reason for me in that moment took a little bit of a left turn. But I also know that, you know, hey, dude, like, like, like I hope and pray that those people on that stage were absolutely like, like getting, I've been healed. Like I've been in a healing room and been completely healed in my back, my L405 disc. It's been completely healed. And so I can't, begin to tell you what that's like. If you've never experienced miraculous healing, there's nothing you can do to explain it because it doesn't make sense. And, you know, even when I told my friends who, who knew my back, who, who knew how bad my back was and everything else, they didn't believe me. They're like, huh, all right. They just, you know what I mean? They didn't even receive the fact that the Lord healed my back. But I, I can't explain it to someone saying, dude, I, I know what my pain was like in my life and I know now I have zero. I know that I had medical uh, MRIs done of my back and my disc was non-existent. And now it's the healthiest disc in my back. I don't know what to tell you, except the Lord healed my back and I, I'm fine with that, but it doesn't, if you've never experienced something like that, you just don't know. You don't know. And, and it's hard to articulate. 
because you just like, dude, the Lord healed me. Like that, I can't say anything else except the I was this way. The Lord came into my body and healed me, and now I'm this way. Um, and so when you're seeing people getting healed and being set free, dude, it's amazing because I've been there. Like I, I truly have been there. And like when you see people moving around, like I couldn't touch. I had pain here. I'm like, that was me, bro. I couldn't. I, 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 I literally understand it. And I'm like, man, it's so great. So it's not their part that I was that threw me. It was the team around this person that was like throwing it off, like, like how they were like presenting it and talking about it and like hype training. You know what I mean? Like it just seemed weird, <clears throat> but it wasn't like, I, you know, again, I was still there, you know, still there. And then something happened that just, it just, oh my gosh, it threw me, threw me is that this person had like a person like, so the, the, the dude's in the center and then his team is bringing people up in a line and kind of like, you know, introducing them and their healing. But then all of a sudden he had a, a dude on each side of those lines wearing a doctor's coat and a stethoscope around their neck and said, and this is where I just absolutely lost it. Um, was like, this person's like, I bring my doctors with me wherever I go to confirm these miracles are real. And I was like, what? Like, what? Like, what's this prop? We're doing props here? Like, there's just some, it's like me if I just threw on a, a, a doctor's coat and put a stethoscope around my neck. Now I'm a doctor. Like, confirming these miracles. Like, in what way are you confirming them? Like, how are you confirming them? Like, are you are you doing MRIs? Are you have a machines? Like, what are you doing? Like, you're not. You're just, like, they would just go to like, oh, she says that there's a scratch in her eye. And I don't see a scratch. Ah, like it was just so like, and it was an, and it hurt my heart. Like it immediately hurt my heart because I just was like, why? Like, why? Like, why, why are we doing this? Like, dude, the Holy Spirit was in the room. Prayers were being lifted, everything else. If they're being healed in there, that's amazing. You know what I mean? Like, what is this? What is this like, like this, like, it was just like a circus sideshow. It felt like it got immediately, like the, the taste of my mouth was, was like, this is soured me immediately. <clears throat> and it was like, it felt so fake, so manufactured. And it was just, it broke my heart. Cause I'm like, man, I don't feel the spirit in the room at all now. I hope he's here. I, I really, I hope he's here. I hope these people are getting healed, but this isn't honoring the Lord. This isn't honoring the Holy Spirit. This isn't honoring anything. This is a joke. And I, and I immediately started thinking about how hard it is to, to, to be responsible for the Holy Spirit, to be responsible for like the, the, the presence, you know, like the people who led this conference and everything else, like, you know, how quickly did this thing, how quickly this session went sideways? Like it was on fire, 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 ice, immediate left turn, you know? And you're like, wow, what a responsibility when you, when you put on these events to, to steward the presence, like what a responsibility to make sure that, you know, and I think about the old Testament and like, like what they did to honor the Lord and, and their house of worship, like what they did, you know what I mean? Like, oh my gosh here's this is separated the incense like if you go in there you pray like like there was so much focus on making sure that you honored the house 
that temple was so important. Like, and if you went in there poorly, you died. Like, you know what I mean? Like you died. If you got comfortable in that place, you died. You know, if you touch the altar, like when they're carrying the altar or, and dude touched it on accident because it slipped, he died. Why? Because he got familiar. He thought he could just put his hand on the altar of the Lord. You know, and it's like, you see that, that rev, like, you know what I mean? That reverence, and then you don't see it. <clears throat> and I think um, that, that message from John Bevere about the awe of God, and I think I've talked about it, like just the fear of the Lord, the awe of God. It's what I couldn't help but think about in that moment of like, there's no fear of the Lord here. There's no fear of the Lord here. Because if there was, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing. Not we, <clears throat> you know what I mean? But we, it, this would never have happened if there was a fear of the Lord. There's no way, absolutely no way. You know, you wouldn't dare say that there's doctors on the side confirming these healings when you know they're not. You wouldn't dare do that. You wouldn't dare. My wife just showed me, <laughs> she does Wordle. My wife showed me she did Wordle and she got it in one. That's amazing that she got it in one. Sorry. She get, she, is that your first time? Yeah. Wow. I've gotten Wordle twice in one. Well, one time he cheated because it gave him, he got to enter it and he got it in one, which was an amazing guess. Like just out of the blue, he got it. So it's like I give my, him credit for that. It's like and my then, second week of doing Wordle, I got it in my first try. And then the like he hit refresh and it allowed him to do it again. So it's like, oh, yay, you got Wordle two times in a row with the same word. No, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't. Whatever. Yeah, but I just got it. I can't give you guys a word for today. It's pretty amazing. Well, you can. The word is think because this is not coming out today. So the word is think. And she got it the first try, which is amazing. I don't know why you do with one vowel strategy. That doesn't make any sense to me. I always go with multiple vowels on my first try to kind of narrow it down. Anyway, point is, as we got, so I'm so happy for her. She got one and one. Now we, we're tied technically because she is right. The, the phone glitched one day and it let me do the wordle again. And I was like, that's weird. And it gave it to me. So I was like, all right, well, you know, hey, W is a W. But I do have one and she has one now. That's pretty amazing. Uh, the odds of that, so astronomical. How many five? Five-letter words are there, and you just guess one. Any hooser, I digress. We got sidetracked. Um, the fear of the Lord was in that moment. It's like just we there was none. There was none, and so I just was deflated, and it it hurt my heart because I I just don't want to be. I, you know what I mean? Like I uh, we it wasn't needed. It wasn't necessary. There was nothing about it that was that. Why? 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 And then I think about, you know, the things that we do. I always, I always put it back to like the lens of like, man, it's so easy to judge. It's so easy to see what someone's doing and like, you know, and, and I know there's that pressure in ministry to like have results. There's that pressure to be like, look what's happening and the spirit's moving, but at what cost? At what cost are we doing that? At what cost? Are you, are you so worried about the results that you're going to absolutely just torpedo the foundation of what you're building? And like, like I said, like the, the, the Holy Spirit came into that room, but he just leaves with a whisper. I forget who said it that one time about, 
uh, Samson, how the, 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 the spirit of the Lord left Samson and he didn't know it. He didn't even know it. And he went out there to go fight the, the, the Palestinians. And, and, you know, he didn't realize that he had absolutely lost. The Holy Spirit was gone, you know? And then that's that space. That's what I felt like. I'm like that story. And then the fear of the Lord kept running to my mind. of like, man, we didn't, we didn't take care of this. We didn't honor this moment. We didn't, we didn't do what was right. And he's gone. I felt it. I mean, for me personally, maybe again, I'm not, I'm not trying to, 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 to down credit what was happening with people being healed. And I, I, again, I really do hope and pray they were because it's such an amazing thing to be healed. It's an amazing thing when God touches your body physically and mentally, emotionally, when he does those things to you and just removes strongholds, removes pain, removes those things from your life. It's just so powerful. It's, it's, it's so powerful, but it's so sad when we don't respect, we don't honor, and we don't have any fear of the Lord in these moments, these corporate settings. It just is a bummer. I mean, all in all, that entire conference was pretty amazing. We, we met some amazing people. There were awesome people there. There were people that were just, I think, transformative. And then we'll, I truly believe there's going to be people that we'll be running with probably for the rest of our lives when it comes to ministry that we've met there that are just, dude, amazing. But um, that all came with the, the fellowship side of that conference and the meeting side of that conference and everything else, which is really, which was such a valuable thing, you know? And that's why I said the faith building, like seeing people like, like break out, seeing people set free, seeing people step into what they're doing. We, this one girl that we were, we were there with, dude, she was such a cool, like just off kind of like a, not an odd duck, but like, you know what I mean? Like, like out of from California is to, uh, like whatever. And at the end, she's like chasing people down, praying for them. Like it was so fun. She was literally like chasing this lady down going, stop. I got to pray for you. Like, like not in a weird way. I know that sounds weird, but not in a weird way, but like is, is in her heart. Like, dude, that girl's got a problem with her hip. I gotta go pray for her. And she just like, got it. Went down. Like, 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 excuse me. And, and like, boom, praying for like all those things. And like, Hey, like, give me your number so I can keep track of you. So we can keep praying over this. Like I, we're going to stay through to this, like stay true to praying for you. It was just so cool. So cool to see these kind of things happen, which is such a, again, a huge faith builder, but it just makes you more intimately aware of when it's done, when it's not being done right. When it's, when it's not doing the thing it needs to be doing, that's the part that is a bummer. You're like, Oh, Oh man. Like we missed it. We missed an opportunity. Um, and I know I've done it. I know, I know I've done it. I've been worried about the outcome. I've been worried about things. And so, you know, not in that exact moment, but it was just, man, like, do we do our, our, am I that comfortable that I could do that? You know, again, I always want to say no, but honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. Like in that situation specifically, because it hasn't, I'm not on a stage doing those kind of things. That's not where I'm at, <clears throat> but it doesn't matter though. Do I fear the Lord? You know, regardless of what my, my, what my platform is and, and whatever, if I never have a platform, I'm fine. Like, but it's like, regardless of what that is, do I fear the Lord? Do I walk in the awe and the fear of the Lord to put him in his proper place? Or do I get familiar? You know, yeah, this person was doing it on a big platform. But we all have a platform. We all have a spot. Like, like, and, and the, how we treat him matters. 
how we present him. Are, are we honoring him? Are we taking his name in vain by our actions, our activity? We're called to a level of purity. We're called to be separated. And that has to matter. It has to. Because it matters to him. It matters to the Holy Spirit. We can grieve the Holy Spirit. We can wound the Holy Spirit with our actions. And we just have to make that conscious effort not to. So it's just, I don't know. <clears throat> this event was amazing. It was awesome. It was life-giving. It was, it was all the things we really enjoyed. But this one part of it was just, ah, oh, it was such a bummer. It was such a bummer. And I was like, it made me really just aware of how special and crucial that his presence is, but how quickly he can go sideways. How you can start something amazing, start something so powerful, start something with such potential, and then just er, wanna, you know, wanna make it more than it is. And it doesn't need to be anything more than it is. It didn't need to be it. It was it was it was flawless right where it was. And you know, we just blew it. And we I use the royal we because we were there, you know, it was just it, it wasn't great. Anyway. Dude, I can't wait to the next one. I, I, I'm almost promising I'm going to try and do a, a, a Hawaii podcast. So I hope that it does well and that we do all that. And it'll be fantastic. I'm going to bring my laptop and we're going to do all those things. And it'll be probably horrible audio. <laughs> horrible audio, but totally worth it for all the fun stuff that we do. Um, anyway, this was what was going on. I hope you guys fear the Lord. Don't grieve him. You know, what a way to end it. <laughs> anyway, bye. You have been listening to What's Up Church Podcast. Just know you are cooler than all your friends that didn't. <laughs> <laughs>